This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live, presented by Kaleida Health. Welcome back to One Bills Live. Steve Tasker, Chris Trapasso, uh, who is in for Chris Brown, who's off today. And we are pleased to be joined in studio by Hall of Famer, Buffalo Bill great uh, Thurman Thomas, making his weekly visit. Uh, it's good to see you, man. You, uh, i got to ask, what's the what's last five, six days been like? You said you just came down from downtown. You're digging people out. Yeah, you're my kind of guy. Yeah, you know where I live, right? There's a shovel on the porch. You can go. Grandkids and kids, and I do. I do. They should be able to do it. So no, we were just down at the uh, out on the east side, Dullivan Center, uh, downstairs, just kind of checking on people. Um, Right. Me too. You know, yeah. Heavy snow over there. It's been some removal. I mean, you go down a certain street, you can tell, like, okay. The neighbor's been out here doing something, you know. It, it right. just hasn't piled up. And mm-hmm. so Patty and I and the family, everybody go over there. And, you know, Patty's still there. I had to come here. So we've been there since like 10 o'clock this well. morning, 10.30. So uh, making a good day, you know, trying to um, uh, get the people out and let them get out again because a lot of driveways are. Sorry, Mike, you can't hear me? Hold on. No, We're having a little technical difficulties here. Hold on, give me two seconds. What's going on here? Where, where's this? Oh, I got it. <laughs> so nobody heard me? Nobody heard me. <laughs> All right, start again. <laughs> nobody heard me. Uh, anyway. Yeah, everybody heard me. I can we hear you now, Thurman. I got you. It. <laughs> it was wound too, your cord was wound a little too tight. Okay, Unimaginable. Right. Okay, but you, we yeah, got that been, out of the way. You've been down there. You've been down. You actually drove down to the city just to yeah. shovel. Just to man, shovel. Me, you're my, Patty, the you're kids. my hero, yeah, man. Absolutely, man. You know what? I guess, you know, she has this in her. You know what? It may not be a lot, but it means a lot to other people. 
and for you, us to come down and you know Patty just be a part of on social too she went out and said hey the Th family thomas family foundation is putting out let's make donations you can give it to us we're going to give it to the people who need it in the city yeah. and he got like 50 50,000 people 50,000 50,000 dollars yeah so bless her heart you know we'll see where you know that money will go but yeah. you know it's still kind of early you know we're getting mm -hmm. the rain this week and yeah. That might be flooding, so yeah, you know, so you know, every little bit helps, though. Every little bit helps, exactly right. So, this, are you gonna are you on board with the Blizzard of Twenty Two moniker, or do we need to name it something else, like the Christmas Blizzard or something like I that? I think we need to name it something else. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Blizzard of Twenty Two doesn't sound that good. I don't know. Blizzard is a blizzard. I mean, it is too. It's <laughs> a bad one. Um, we got this game. I don't know if you heard the Bills are playing the Bengals Monday night. Yeah. Um, I have heard about and, that. And um, it is shaping up to be a gigantonormous. I mean, this is <laughs> – if it's really something because this is a team that's – the Bengals are really good. Yeah. The Bills in a lot of – are better yeah. statistically well, and so. compared to the around the league. But they're on – the Bills are going to be on the road. And th and this these two teams are pretty close. Yeah. And they're at the top of the conference. Yeah, I mean uh, – It's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to watch. And these two, like you said, they're at the top and – you look at Burrow and you look at Allen. I mean, they've already beat Mahomes this year. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. both of those guys have. And so it's now it's time for one of these guys here to lead one of their teams. I mean, obviously, we would love to have home field advantage. And this would be, you know, to me, Monday night, playoff start. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> I said that earlier. The, yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. I, I think the playoff start, that's your mindset going into the game. I think we'll be relatively healthy. Going into this football game, and yeah. uh, Mitch Morse is back on the field. Mitch Morse is back on the field, so uh, you know, I, I mean, it's it's a game of the year for me, and I don't think whether the weather's going to be good or bad. I think you're going to see see two really quality football teams out there trying to win this, trying to get the number one seed. And remember this, Perini and Mixer, Cincinnati loves to run the ball. Yeah. They love to run the ball. And so our running game has gotten a little bit better over the past three, four weeks. So, you know, it could be one of those games where we're running just to keep that other team off. If I get ten possessions, I hope they only get seven. Right. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Yeah. This is um, – you know, the Bills have not won – this is six straight they've won. They haven't won yeah. seven straight since 1990 when we won mm -hmm. eight in a row. Oh, really? I say we. Uh, you can say we. Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm the willing. Bengals, I'm willing to check that right off too. <laughs> the, Beng the Bengals are eight and or three and zero oh against the AFCs. The, the Bengals swept the the division this year up until this game. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, the Bengals have only 17 giveaways on the season. That's tied for sixth fewest in the NFL. So they don't give it away a ton. No. They're converting 47% of the third downs this season. That's top five in the NFL behind the Bills, Chiefs, and Eagles. So the Bengals are right there with all three of those all teams. Three of them. Uh, but here's the thing. They've only got 26 sacks this season. That's fourth fewest in the league. They don't pressure the quarterback very much. Right. Uh, and they have that magic number of 20 points. They're 11-1 and one this season when they score 20 or more points, but they're 0-3 when they score fewer than 20. Mm. So yeah, my thing – in this game, Joe Burrow, like I think the biggest difference between Joe Burrow and Josh Allen is their escapability. Joe yeah. Burrow, when he gets pressured, he has one of the higher pressure to sack rates in the NFL, mm -hmm. 24%. Josh Allen's only 14%. So Josh right. Allen, we know, can get out of trouble. <laughs> Joe Burrow is actually very close to Mac Jones in terms of his mobility. They, right. They're yeah. very similar. Mm -hmm. So I think that in the trenches, the difference between these two quarterbacks could ultimately be what determines this game? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, you look at both of them. Like, 
you know, if we get a pass rush. That's huge in this it's game. It's huge in this game, right? Yeah, it's huge in this game, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, those guys have been well in the last couple of day, uh, weeks without Vaughn. Mm-hmm. But they need to keep that same intensity, you know. But since Cincinnati doesn't get home as much, they don't blitz a lot. No. Will this be an opportunity for us now to see the deep ball again? Mm. Maybe. I mean, it's going to be mean, warm it's, enough. I mean, yeah, it's going to be warm enough. But I mean, those are. The, I mean, we haven't seen the long ball here since what week six, maybe. Right. <laughs> you know, right. So it's been maybe, yeah. So maybe this is an opportunity to say, okay, yeah, give me a little extra time. They can't get here if they rush four. They really can't get here. The the numbers say it. So give me a little extra time. Right. Give me a couple extra seconds to maybe see if I can get Gabe or Steph I'll or say whoever this downfield. About Joe yeah. Burrow, um, and you made the comparison to Mac Jones. Um, Joe's different than Mac Jones because Burrow stays in the pocket deliberately and yeah. delivers the ball. Plus, one reason, or there's a couple of reasons. One reason, big reason, is because he's got three guys out there. Somebody's going <laughs> to yeah, open. Somebody open. He yeah. throws it up. Somebody's going to catch it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he is almost, and he, they call him Joe Cool, but his, his, he, you really got to tip your hat to him. He's, he's a really good quarterback at a young age. Yeah. He throws it away with the nonchalance of, man, throwing a tin can into a recycling bin. <laughs> he don't care. He throws it away. Yeah. Yeah. He just, yeah. I, I get you next, next down. He uh-huh. does not care. So he, does, he hangs in the pocket. He doesn't run very much. No. But he wins from the pocket, and that's ultimately that's what the NFL looks like. A I just guy think who stands in the pocket and wins. Comparatively, when you pressure Patrick Mahomes, it's hard to get him to the turf. We've seen that in the playoffs with the Bills, where they were, say last year Jerry Hughes is close, but just couldn't get there, makes a play. Joe Burrow's not going to do that nearly no. as much. He's an elite quarterback <laughs> like Patrick Mahomes, but if the Bills can contain him kind of within the confines of the pocket, get some pressure around the edges – you're more likely to take him to the turf than you are a Patrick Mahomes or even a Justin Herbert. Yeah, right. I think with those, like you said, with those three receivers, I mean, any one of them can control a game. Yeah, they can. Any one of them can control, and he has three of them. And yeah. with a running game and the way they've been able to move the ball up and down the field, I mean, it's – The Bills got Christian Benford off the IR this week. He's got a 21-day window to come in, start right. practicing and all that. Now, he hasn't been out there, but he's, you know, he hasn't, he's not that far removed. He's been out a month, four games. Right. But it was a hand injury, so you know he's he's been running, lifting, all that stuff. I wonder how fast he could get the rust off to mm-hmm. be in, come in and be part of the rotation. <laughs> well, these, Kyrie, three got, these, these three guys yeah. will loosen them up, right? <laughs> so, yeah, you got uh, Christian Benford and Kyrie Elam uh, and Tre'Davious White, and then of course Dane Jackson. Now, of the, of the four, Dane Jackson's the one that's like not as big, right? Uh, yeah, Kyrie's big, and so is Christian Benford's not only big, he's thick. thick. I mean, mm-hmm. so. That's kind of a matchup with the big-time receivers that Cincinnati brings on the table. I don't know that Benford's going to be ready right. to come back, but that's kind of what you're looking at. You'd like those big physical receivers who can go up and maybe battle for those 50-50 balls. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. And I re- we haven't even really talked about, you know, how they match up with our wide, how they match up with our wide receivers. Yep. Right. I mean, I, I think from what I've seen over the year, and the interesting thing I heard – uh, what was it Coach Zach Taylor? Mm-hmm. He said that you know what we've seen Buffalo a lot this year just because of the common opponents that we oh, played. Sure. Right. You know, so you know they've like this game plan. It's a game plan, but it's like oh, you remember when they played Pittsburgh and they did this? Yeah. So you don't have to really study them as mm-hmm. much, but I think it's really going to come down to you know, can we get Steph Diggs involved early mm-hmm. and often? Right. Uh, Cole Beasley. 
might be that guy. And if we get a chance to go deep, Gabe Davis. I mean, I, I mean, you look at Gabe this year. He's kind of struggled a little bit, but mm-hmm. not terribly struggled. But you know, maybe this is a game for him to like really get back on because we're going to go into the playoffs, and well, that's right. where he shined the most. I'm wondering about the vertical passing game and what has come from the Bills' recent uh, kind of dominance on the ground. And you yeah. being a former running back, one of yeah. 17 living Hall of Fame running backs, i got to ask you, what have you seen differently in the Bills' running game over the last four to six weeks or really yeah. during this six-game running streak from James Cook and Devin Singletary and just the blocking and the scheme up front? I think the blocking scheme has been like, you know what, Forget all this pulling or whatever. Let's just block man on man. Man on man. Man on man. Go seen that too. And, and, and let these guys uh, have an opportunity to choose the A gap, the B gap, or the C gap. And not just so much going like the jet street sweep all the time where mm-hmm. you don't get a chance to see that. So, uh, and I think I, I see more confidence in James Cook yeah, than, I, right. than, than I've seen all season long. Uh, these two guys complement each other very, very well. I would like to see James a little bit more involved in the, in the passing game because mm-hmm. I think he has those qualities and those skills. So, But I tell you what, them guys doing this, it takes so much pressure off of Josh. It takes a lot of pressure off the job where he don't have yeah. to be able to. But Josh is going to be Josh. Yeah, I mean, it, if he's still running lane, he's going to take it. But having the threat of a running game – and not those four guys just teeing off on the offense because they know that they're going to throw it. Now they have to watch this. I was just so glad that they ran like the draw play. I mean, yeah, that bringing was... that, I mean, bringing that back, man, letting the defensive end and go upfield, and it's pretty much you and the linebacker and the guards one-on-one. I mean, that's – you know, we haven't seen that in a long time. But, uh, uh, yeah, the running game needs to go because, like I said earlier, you want to keep them off the field as much as possible too. Yeah, and I'll give you some insight as to – and statistically – you talk about their run. We always thought, hey, with Joe Mixon and, and P. Ryan, they run the ball pretty good, right? Well, yeah. the Bills in rushing average, rushing yards a game, the Bills are eighth. Cincinnati's 26. Okay. Rushing yards per carry, the Bills are number one. one. And Cincinnati is 28. Well, they got two grinders. Yeah. They're <laughs> going to grind is, out four Mixon or five is, yards. Yeah, Mixon is 225. It. Perini is 235. Both of them went to. Oh, and we got, a, and we got, yeah. <laughs> and we've got, and we got a quarterback who carries it, yeah, a lot, yeah. And who are, I mean, I, I don't, I mean, Josh has been doing this for the last couple of years. I mean, can their, can their uh, linebackers match up with him and if he be scrambled? No, no linebacker. I don't think so. I don't Nobody know. does. They'll tr- they'll, they'll do try some stuff. Yeah. They'll do some stuff. They'll spy him and they'll do all of that stuff, but. Josh outruns a number of spies <laughs> that they've tried. He outruns those guys. Yeah, eventually, it'll break down. Yeah, eventually, yeah. It, would, it may not be the first quarter, but it and would eventually break down. Josh, the thing that makes the Bills so hard to defend and beat is the fact that you know, Josh can throw the ball. And, and you know, he's throw the ball. He can do it from the pocket and all that. But on a handful or less of plays during the game when it's like – if it's third and – like I'll give you a perfect example – the Miami game, they got the Bills third and 17. And Josh guns a rifle shot right down between the hashes. And Gabe Davis is, boom, 21 yards. Yeah. And they, it's like 21 yards away. Yeah, and it's right. like zip. zip. Or it's third and 14. Uh, Josh pulls it down and runs for 16. Yeah. You just can't get them off the field. Yeah. And not only that, it's really tough to spy him and then play man coverage. You can't play man coverage against the Bills 
he'll just do a quarterback draw, and it's like it's worthless. It's worthless. Yeah. And that yeah. and so everybody says, well, you got to take your quarterback runs out. And no. You know, no. It's got to be part I mean, of the and game. I'll say this. Hey, he has some running back game, packages, mm-hmm. but mostly it's on him. When you get into a game like this, this is when all the, the quarterback run scheme, that's all on the table in this sure. game. Oh, you got to yeah. win. Yeah, you got to win. You got to win. Everything that so they've seen. They're not going to say, you know what, yeah. we're, we're not, we don't want to run him this week. You know, I, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, we're gonna, <laughs> this week it's like, listen, that first short yardage is going to be student body left. Right. Tuck it up and go. Exactly. Now said what, last week or a week before that, the Bills are going to have over 100 yards rusher guy in a game. Josh might be that guy this week. Yeah, he, he could might. be. You know, he could be I, that guy this I'm week. O- I'm okay with that. I'm you got to okay win the game. It. I'm okay with that if, yep. if that's what they want. But, yes, Josh, as a quarterback and as a franchise, as an MVP candidate, mm-hmm. get your butt out of bounds and get down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but I do think that, that the improvement in the running game, the traditional running game with James Cook and, and Devin Singletary, yeah. it – makes it that much more difficult to defend the Bills. I think part of the reason why Josh Allen had that little slump in the middle of the season, early on, teams were not really respecting the run. And like Thurman said, they could pin their ears back as a pass rushing unit. The Bills were in these obvious passing situations very often. But now when you face the Bills, when the Bengals are game planning right now in Cincinnati, it's, hey, we can't just play too deep safety and have seven in the box because James Cook can hit you for a 15-yard run, Devin Singletary. So I I think the Bills are gelling offensively at the perfect time of the season. Yeah, it it may not be what it was at the beginning of the season Mm -hmm. when it was, you know, I was trying to leave every game mid-third quarter. (laughs) The game was over, right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It's not that offense there. But hopefully we'll be able to see that offense come back. But right now, I mean – they're in every game this year. They've been in every single game mm-hmm. this year. They've been favored in every single game this year. Yeah. So you know it's a real good football team who can play either way. Either way, 17-13 or 35-33. We've, <laughs> said this, we've said this along, too. Now, the Bills, and certainly you know you're a good team when you beat the Bears by 22 and people are like going, I don't know, it didn't look all that good. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and there's enough. And the Packers, you beat them by 10. The you know, uh, the Browns, you win by nine, by eight. The Detroit Lions, you hit a late field goal. Yeah. The Jets, you win 2012. And people are like, and everybody can, t- all they talk about is style points. Well, you didn't look that great beating. <laughs> The Miami 22 Dolphins. points in today's NFL. If you're winning the game by that much, you did something. You did a lot right and in right. that game. Our point has been this: uh, you go back in, in throughout the season, the, in or the first two games, the Rams and the Titans. They hung 31 on the Rams and 41 <laughs> on the Titans. They gave a total of 17 points on defense. I mean, they right. They big play, yeah. passing game, everything. The Dolphins' loss was an absolute aberration because of the, the heat, and the, they lost by two. Two, and they ran out of time to get that last field right. They, <laughs> yeah. they couldn't get the, the ball spotted. They're good. Right. The Ravens they <laughs> grinded out in a rainstorm by yeah. three points. Pittsburgh big plays. You know they opened the game with a 98 yard bomb, yeah. and then they hit another sixty five yard bomb. So they hit the big play. Then they had the games like. The Kansas City, the grinder, the the pack, they run the ball in some of these things. Then yeah. they send, they win. They've won it every way you can possibly <laughs> win. They have shown that their roster, if you have a weakness on your team, they will exploit it and beat you with it. Yeah. They have the flexibility to take advantage of any weakness you have. Yeah, we talked about it early in, early in the year about the, I think it was the uh, one score game, one possession game. Oh, yeah. They were like, oh, and whatever. And now look at they're them. Six yeah, they're, they're, they're six right, and they're three. You're right. They're six and three, right? I'm saying, yeah. So everybody was talking about that. So. Hey, man, this team can win. Uh, you know, 
with having McDermott, having Leslie Frazier there, uh, like Ken Dorsey still kind of, you know, feeling his way mm -hmm. to this offense sure. of how he still wants to do things. But I think the running game is helping him. Uh, obviously getting healthy and getting Mitch Morris back for this game is uh, definitely important. But, uh, yeah, this this team has it all. And, and the thing that I keep talking about and harping about is that, you know what, everything this year has gone the Bills' way. When can we – it's been a long time since we've been able to say that. Yeah. Right. Everything is going their way. Even despite all the injuries that they've had all mm -hmm. season long, things are Resilient. going their way. That's that, that's that confidence that those guys have over there in the locker room, and uh, it, it shows every single Sunday. Yeah. They're what prepared think, as much as they possibly could be. What I think is so fascinating about this game, too, it's like the polar opposite of what we had like 10 days ago with the Dolphins, that there was so much nostalgia tied to that game from you guys in the 90s, how many big games you played in, AFC title games, playoff games. This Bills-Bengals rivalry is not really a thing. Like, you guys <laughs> didn't really play them a lot in the 90s. Uh, as the Bengals were kind of falling off in the late 80s, that's yeah. when you guys had kind of your rise in, to prominence in the AFC. So for as familiar as the Bills and the Dolphins yeah. are together, the Bills and the Bengals, they haven't played a lot of yeah. big games against each other. So it, it's kind of an opportunity to kind of create their own story between these two teams that have been down for a while and now are the two elite two of the elite teams in the NFL. Yeah, and it, it's been amazing too to watch the crop of young quarterbacks come, you know, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, um, Josh, and Mahomes, Mahomes too. He's still yeah. even though he's 6 year in, <laughs> Josh is 5 now, yeah. as time slips by. All these AFC guys. All yeah, a lot of AFC <laughs> guys um, come in and really have some success. Even now, Trevor Lawrence down in Jacksonville yeah. is, is going to play well. Um, games like this where now Joe Burrow is established as a as an elite quarter. You take a team to a Super Bowl. Take a Super Bowl. What, people forget about that. That's right. They, yeah. went to the, and they were in the Super Bowl last year. Came down year. to the last play. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they can go. Yeah. And these kind of games in a lot of Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. As much as a regular season game can be, mm -hmm. they're kind of for recent past and recent future. They're historic little games. You're going to come yeah. back <laughs> right. to this game because yeah. it was an enormous game. All the pressure was on. How did you react? Yeah. Did you win? Did you lose? All right. of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's almost like the AFC Championship game in '88, right? That's yep. right. We <laughs> like the Bengals. Jim and Boomer. Yeah, Jim and Boomer. You know, Icky Woods, Woods and Thurman. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. Bruce you know, and those guys. Yeah, and, Anthony yeah, Munoz. Yeah, Anthony you know? Munoz. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah they had like, some guys. Yeah, like you say, you know, we haven't really played these guys a lot, and you know what? And 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 they were good until the playoffs. Marvin Lewis did an excellent job there, but mm -hmm. once they got to that playoff, yep. they couldn't. I mean, I think he went to the playoffs thirteen out of fifteen times, and he lost in the first round yeah, they, every single yeah. year. So With you know, Andy and, Dalton. yeah, and they haven't been able to build on that until now. And so, hey, this is a team that, hey, in the next five or six years, this is a team that we're gonna have to worry about. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. So yeah. we'll see. I mean, they got a long way to go. And let's talk a little bit about the other side. We talk about Joe Burrow and Josh. The other side of the football, yeah. this is the kind of game, and it's it's unfortunate, no question. You lost Micah Hyde early in the season and mm -hmm. now Vaughn. 
Um, this is the kind of game where this is exactly why you why you signed Von Miller. Yeah. And now they don't get a chance oh, yeah. to take advantage of his act. Yeah, it's just a bummer. <laughs> it is. It is a bummer. Yeah. I mean, That's one just, thing. It hasn't gone white. Right. right. Yeah. And I was reading some things um, about, you know, how that relationship and how he got here with uh, Josh Texan, Barkley, and all this type of And it's like, so, man. Listen, you're going to play against Mac, Tua. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to be Come here? On, right? be Come here, over man, here. Man. You know, he's here. You know, we obviously win the first game of the season against the Rams, his old team. And you know what? When we were wanting to need a big play, you know, in the first couple of games, he made some big yep. plays, yeah. And now not to have that, but I always say, you know, with him hanging around here, him being part, still part of this organization, you know, that means a lot to those guys up front. It means a lot to them that, that he's around here because he really doesn't have to be. You know, he's won two Super Bowls. He can be somewhere getting doing rehab or getting surgery. Yeah, but he's like Micah Hyde, and those are the type of players that you Both want. Both those guys were out there today. See, that's, that's what you George, want. Micah yeah. and Von were yeah. on the field today <laughs> watching their guys. And since Von Miller went down, the obvious takeaway from that is, you know, Gregory Russo stepping up, Boogie Basham, A.J. Epinesa, yeah. veteran Shaq Lawson. This game in particular, like I mentioned earlier, that Joe Burrow's not going to move around a ton. They just lost their right tackle, Lael Collins, yes, last week. Yes. Hakeem Adenage played college or played left tackle in college at Kansas, but has mostly been a guard. All of a sudden, he's plugged in at right tackle. Yeah. This really is the game yeah. for the depth behind Von Miller, these mostly younger mm-hmm. edge rushers, to assert their will on, on a contest and exploit a weakness. The, the interior of the Bengals' offensive line is pretty good. Jonah Williams, and now a backup right tackle. That's what you dream for yeah. if you're a young defensive end or just a, a, a edge rusher in general, to get a backup out there in a critical game. Yeah, and, and you don't really – I mean, like, he doesn't, like, move around very well. So you don't have to, like, necessarily get sacks all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I would be fine if we got two or three sacks. Yeah. But make him feel uncomfortable back there, mm-hmm. you know. And I think we have the guys – I mean, we haven't even talked about Ed, Ed Oliver. I mean, right. think about these guys. Up front. You push that – that pocket, make him feel uncomfortable so you don't have to, like, be an edge rusher to get all the way up the field. He might fall right there in your lap because right. so, he's not moving around a lot. Mm-hmm. Some of the some of the stats and how they're, the Cincinnati Bengals defense uh, compares to where Buffalo's is statistically. Um, the Bills are seventh in total yards per game allowed. Cincinnati's 13th. The Bills are, uh, let's see, Yards per passing yards per game, the Bills are 15th in the league, Bengals are 21st in the league allowed. Um, third down efficiency, the Bills are 11th, the Bengals are ninth tied for 19th. Wow, giving up third down conversions to their opponent. Uh, the Bills on let's see, uh, points per game, Buffalo is number two in the NFL, Cincinnati's nine. Yeah. They're not bad. They're, <laughs> They're close. I mean, yeah. and, and we're talking about these numbers here for our defense, who were excellent last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. these numbers have fallen like to a fifth and sixth, and that's still great in this yeah. league mm-hmm. with what you have and yep. what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. That, it's, it's yeah. going to be it's going to be a fantastic thing, um, Gabe. You're not going, right? You're gonna oh no, yeah, it's, definitely a, it's definitely it's definitely an at home watch on the couch. <laughs> I'm, like I'm totally completely with you. On oh that. yeah. So yeah. what do you got? Um, so. Uh, this pa- I think that's going to be it. I, one of the key things about this game is the sack exchange, which means yeah. how many sacks do they get against us and how many sacks do we get against them. Um, I, it's going to go – I think it's heavily skewed statistically and when you try and predict, heavily skewed in favor of Buffalo. 
Yeah. Big quarterback who likes to run, gets out of the pocket, hard to sack. Yeah. I guess a quarterback who, you know, is notoriously holds on to the ball because of his the quality of his receivers, and he doesn't move around and run at all. Um, and they're, they've given up a ton of sacks. Sex, yeah. And they don't <laughs> rush the passer well, even against somebody who's not as good as Josh. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, that's that's some place, I think, where you got to exploit. Yeah. I, I mean, it's one of those – if I can get five to six sacks – you feel that, good. That you feel good, but that also means you're probably getting a lot of pressure too. Uh huh. Making them feel like that's true. Yeah, I I think that. I mean, and I think it has to be early. Mm-hmm. We got to let them guys know. Yeah, we're coming to play today, and it's we're just we're going to play the run because you want to do that, but we're also going to get after the pass because you're missing some guys up front. Yeah. And what? Two weeks ago, they were down seventeen nothing to the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers had a bunch of turnovers in yeah. that second half that were kind of uncharacteristic, but they got after Joe Burrow in that first half, yes. took him to the turf, yeah. you know, three-step drop, the first read wasn't there, looked a little bit uncomfortable. If the Bills can do that, uh, disguise some coverages, yeah. I think that will be big <laughs> at the start of this game. And I'll say this, though, too. Um, what you can see, even from a million miles away from Cincinnati Bengals like we are, I mean, right, you bang on Joe Burrow the first half and get him in trouble and you go up by 20 points, if, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. That guy, I don't think that guy's going to flinch. No, He's going to be the same guy coming out, taking the first snap of the second half, yep. and you're going to have to continue to do it for 60 minutes. because That's just who that guy has proven himself to be and, and what a player he is. I've watched over the past couple of years where we watched Cincinnati. I mean, first quarter, it could be 17 or 20 or nothing. And we'll all back. of a sudden, you look at the final score, and he's won. Yeah, He won the game. That's that's why they call him Joe Cool. Yeah, that's man. why he's, they call him Joe Cool. Right? He's a different cat, yeah. right? Yeah. One other point that I think is important to stress, and it, it didn't come up so much last week against the Bears, the Bills' secondary linebackers, they have to tackle well in this game. Jamar Chase is one of the league's most dynamic yards after the catch guys. Got T. Higgins is a big body. He's not quite as twitchy as Jamar right. Chase, but he's hard to bring to the turf. Tyler, Board, Tyler Boyd is pretty yep. slippery underneath. You're going to miss some tackles on defense, but if yeah. they do a better job than they have – you know, in October, November, when things weren't as good, I think yeah. that will be key. I bet you Sean McDermott right now is preaching that during practice. Tackling tackle. well in Gotta space tackle is well. huge. Yeah. yeah. Got to tackle well. In this yeah. game. Best yeah. defense I mean, is tackle And really, like, even with the guys that we have at linebacker, with Tremaine, Milano, I mean, they have to be able to bring down uh, Perini, Mixon. Yeah. Yep. You know, big. Uh, they have to be able to bring those guys out right yeah. away. Thurman, thanks for being here, man. It's oh, good to see you again. I, I know I gave you a break from shoveling, so. Yeah, probably go home and do it. All right. All right. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to come back. We're going to go around the National Football League and do some other fun stuff when we get back. Uh, stay with us. Steve Tasker, Chris Trapasso here on One Bills Live. This is Buffalo Bills Radio. Welcome back to One Bills Live. Steve Tasker, Chris Trapasso. Thanks to Thurman Thomas for joining us last segment. We are, we're going to go around the National Football League and talk about some topics, but we're going to put that on hold right now because Josh Allen just sat down in front of the media. So let's go to quarterback one and see what he has to say about what's going on with the Bills. So what do you know about Joe Burrow? He, uh, you seem to have crossed paths with a lot of quarterbacks. And you and Joe crossed Yeah, he, he trained with Jordan. Um, the dude's all ball. Like he, he loves football. Um, obviously, he's, he's a heck of a talent, a heck of a player. Got a lot of respect for him as a person, as a player. Um, you know, we've, we've had some interactions over the last couple of years, um, some conversations, but uh, I have got the utmost respect for him. Um, you know, 
especially after his rookie year and, and the struggle, you know, with the injury that he had and coming back and just really kind of lighting the league on fire. It's been been super impressive to watch and uh, to see him kind of like his whole story too, going to Ohio State, transferring out, um, you know, spending two years at LSU and arguably having one of the greatest seasons ever in college history. And uh, yeah, he's he's got a heck of a story. How about Logan Wilson? How much do you keep in contact with him? And did he ever spy you at practice in uh, Wyoming? Yeah, he's. We call him the governor. Um, he's under my in my phone as L.J. Wilson, the governor. Uh, obviously, Wyoming kid went to Wyoming. He's gonna run for office there one day. And he's gonna win it. Um, he's a he's a smart, smart, very talented player. He he can recognize routes. He flies around. He makes some plays. And then off the field, he's just he's one of the best dudes you'll ever meet. He really is. So, uh, looking forward to that. Um, it's always fun, and I, I try to jersey swap with all all my teammates in college, and uh, hopefully he's got one for me. Looked it up. I'm not sure. I'm sure, but I think you've only played against in the NFL for Anderson and Wingard from Jackson. Uh, Marcus Epps. Did you play against Epps in that Philly game? I did. I didn't see him on the list. That's why I thought it was only the two guys. Uh, I played against Brian Hill. He was at Cincinnati when I played him. I believe Chase Rulli. Did you say Chase? I was thinking defensive guys that you faced. Oh. Um, that you went against. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have played against Marcus. I right, so got a jersey, so yeah. The question would be, you haven't faced many of your old – like Burroughs sees LSU guys every week probably. You haven't seen many of these guys. Is it going to be unique to go against a former defensive uh, team? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, again, we spent a lot of time together in, in Laramie, and our football team is extremely tight. Um, so, yeah, it's always fun to see your – your, brand, your friends and your brother succeed at any level, and he's playing some really, really good football right now. And um, obviously, calling calling the defense for him, and he's the Mike linebacker. That's you know what dreams are made of, and uh, especially a small kid from Wyoming. Um, that's uh, that's awesome. He's got the whole state behind him. It's really cool. I'm on Kyle Brandt's podcast. Is that what you call him? I must maybe. I don't know. He is. He he really is though. He's he flies all over the field. He 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 covers smaller receivers, um, and he'll lay the boom, too. So he's a heck of a player. We've seen how they've uh, defended uh, Mahomes in the AFC Championship game. You know, they drop eight in the second half. I mean, just um, do they make the quarterback be patient sometimes? Uh, what, is, what is that line against them, do you think, patient versus attack? Yeah, I think every game is different. Every game plan that they have is kind of – geared up towards that team. Um, if they want to make it a two-high game, obviously being patient, uh, making the right decisions, getting to the ball to the open guys, finding the checkdowns, uh, allowing our running backs to get the run game going. Obviously, that's easier said than done. Um, but, yeah, I guess we'll have to fill out how they're going to attack, how they're going to play us, and just kind of make some in-game adjustments and just try to play you know, smart, efficient football. Do you think that the way you guys ran last week and really have been running – a bunch. Cleveland, Detroit, the last you know seven weeks has given defensive coordinators a little something to think about if they want to play soft. Yeah, for sure. And our, our running backs are doing such a good job of finding the holes, and our offensive line is doing a great job of creating them. So um, the more you can do, the the more versatile um, and multiple that you can be on offense. I think that causes you know obviously a little more problems for a defensive coordinator of all right, what do I want to do here? Um, but again, it's all about going out there and executing on game day. How much more game have you become to playing on big stages, you know, AFC Championship game, playoff games, Monday night, Sunday night, 
How much more accustomed have you found yourself to being able to compete you know, on these nights? Yeah, I mean, for me, it, every game feels the same. Um, like, I don't feel any different towards Monday nights as I do from Sundays in the 1 p.m. slot. Um, that's that's personal for me. Like, obviously, the, the day's longer. Monday, you don't have any games to watch, um, so it's a little bit different in that aspect. Um, but at the same time, it's it's still football. It's, it's same dimensions, uh, same amount of time, and again, just trying to win a football game. Josh, yeah. Mitch Morse. Sorry, go ahead. Um, with Mitch Morse getting back today, both on the football field, everything he brings, but also personally having concussions in the past with being able to practice again. What was today like seeing him back out there on both of those fronts? Yeah, it was great. Uh, back to usual with him. I, was, I got a lot of trust, a lot of, a lot of faith in him. Um, so comfortable with him, and like I know it sounds weird, but even just taking snaps with him, you know, we've been taking snaps for the last you know, three and a half, four years. Um, so it's just extremely comfortable, and uh, obviously the, the player that he is and the, the mind that he is as well, it helps out our offense a lot, so we're happy to have him back out there. After the game in Chicago, you talked about needing to get Stephon more involved. How do you walk that line of getting him more involved but not forcing it into triple coverage and trying yeah. to get the ball? Yeah, it's the same, like, again, we, we know he's – uh, one of the best receivers in the game. I think he's the best receiver in the game. Um, and so are the opposing defenses, too. So they gear up. They, they try to find ways to keep him out of the game plan. Um, again, just whether it's putting him in, in different spots. But, again, forcing the ball to him is the last thing I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to try to find find the open guy and the right guy to throw to. That's that's my goal. Every time I, I snap the ball is, all right, let me find my first read. If it's not there, let's go on and, and check every box. Um, you know, but if he's got an opportunity for the ball, I, I want to allow him to, to have that opportunity. So, yeah, it is a, a, a slippery slope or a very thin line of trying to get him the ball too much and forcing him the ball. So, again, just being smart with that. And if it's there, it's there. If it's not, we'll move on. And, um, and he understands that. So I, I appreciate that about him. Josh, I know you don't really care too much about stats. You care about wins. And when it comes down to the Mahomes, Burrow, Allen comparison, the MVP chatter, uh, how much of that do you phase out when it comes down to how you play the game? Yeah, all of it. it that doesn't bother me. It, at this time, it's it's not about how you win. It's if you win. And, you know, I've said this before over the last few weeks, like every game from here on out is a one-game season. we got to find a way to win it no matter how it looks like, as long as we have more points than the opposing team, we've done our job. So um, moving forward, that's our mindset. It's all about trying to find a win. I know, I know it's one game at a time, but do you recognize the magnitude of this game? Because that number one seed is... Yeah, I, I, I get there's a lot of implications for that. Um, that's in the back of our mind. Again, we're taking it one game at a time, just trying to, trying to control what we can control. And that's going out, obviously having a good week of practice and, and trying to execute against a, a really hot... Uh, Bengals team right now that's playing some really good football. Do you consider that a key goal? I mean, being able to stay home, get the week off, and not having to play both the Bengals and Chiefs maybe on the way to the Super Bowl? Is that is that a, is that a goal that's really important to you guys? I mean, that's that's one of the four goals that Coach McDermott sets out for us each and every year. It's make the playoffs, win the division, secure home field. That's by getting the one seed, and obviously winning the, the world championship, the Super Bowl. And, um, you know that's that's what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, that's that's what we want to do. Every time we step on the field, we want to we want to we want to win the football game, and um, you know it's going to come down to execution on Monday night. Josh, on a somber note, just what was your reaction? How do you, you look at this this blizzard, this deadly blizzard that hit you know the community that you've come to cherish so much? Yeah, um, obviously it's uh, 
very tragic. It's, it's, it's extremely sad. It's hard to find the right words to describe it. Um, I know the, 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 the Pagulas and the Bills have donated some money and, um, you know, whether, you know, I, I want to help some way, somehow, obviously trying to find the right spot to help. Um, but I know there's a lot of families impacted and, and my, my hearts go out to them. And, um, yeah, it's, it's once in a lifetime. They keep talking about these storms once in a lifetime. It's just, it, it's, it's extremely sad. I don't know how else to put it. That's Josh Allen uh, talking to the media just a few minutes ago as he came off the practice field. Uh, you know, obviously a lot of respect for the Cincinnati Bengals coming into this game. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, somebody, I mean, somebody asked him, do you get the magnitude of this game? Um, How can you not? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I, I, I kind of get it. Um, it's the thing about it is as a player, you're going through the, your routine to get ready to play just as though it was a week three game or a week one game or a week seven game. Um, the routine is what carries you through, and you've got to be ready. Now, certainly the routine includes intricacies that have to do with the Bengals and not the Bears or the Dolphins or the you know Browns. It's unique in that respect, but the, the process is the process, and it's served these guys really well. Yeah, one question that I haven't heard – Brought up in the last couple of weeks, there was a lot of fanfare when the Bills re-signed Cole Beasley. Starts on the practice squad, gets called up. Two games in, one catch for nine yards in each game. He It was kind of the, the classic Cole Beasley reception on an early down to, to get the Bills into second and two or second and one. I wonder if, and maybe you can talk about this from your playing experience, do we think that Cole Beasley just was well-conditioned but not really in game shape? And are we going to maybe see a more normal Cole Beasley in terms of his prominence in the game plan from what we saw 2019, 2020, and 2021? I think he's a safety valve in case something happens to somebody who's been in there. Okay. Um, I think he's he's the perfect stopgap. If something happens to Khalil Shakir, Isaiah McKenzie, okay. um, and if he can be there and, and uh, Jamison Crowder can return. can return, then you know maybe he becomes expendable then. But for right now, he is not the absolute perfect insurance policy. And I think they've done a nice job, just like we spoke about with the offensive line, moving those guys around, getting mm-hmm. guys around, making sure he's ready if he's called upon. It's not going to be the first time he's run a pass route in a game in a year. Yeah. Um, so getting him in the game, even if it is just you know one catch here, two catch there, 11 snaps in his first week back, and mm-hmm. then only six snaps this last week. Just make sure he's acclimated and can go when he's called upon. Just in case perfect. he needs to yeah. in the playoffs. Or, they okay. don't – there ain't nothing wrong with this offense. I mean, people are like, oh, my gosh, they're not – listen, they're, <laughs> they're doing exactly – they're executing exactly the way they want to do it. Certainly Josh didn't want to throw interceptions. But if Josh is not throwing interceptions, they're humming. So it, Cole Beasley has nothing to do with that. Yeah, and I thought what you said earlier when we were on with Thurman was really interesting – Josh throws two interceptions last week. There was a, a little bit of a period in that game where things were a little dicey. The Bills finished with 35 points in that game. If you're averaging 28 points, which the Bills are, you're in second place in the entire league. So right. there have been multiple games where the Bills have not looked at their best, and you're not going to be your best every single week in today's NFL, where they have not looked their best and they've still scored 28 points, 32 points, or let or. Sure. 35 points, so I, I think this is an offense that, um, like you said, is operating, mostly doing what they want to do, and 
not just about accumulating yardage or not throwing interceptions. It's about scoring points, and they've right. done that as well as any team in football. All right, we're going to take a break, come back to close things out right after this. Steve Tasker, Chris Trapasso closing things off on One Bills Live. This is Buffalo Bills Radio. Welcome back to One Bills Live. Just to finish things up, Chris, you got something you wanted to, to finish up the show with? Yeah, that. so we had Thurman Thomas on, who is the last Buffalo Bills player to win NFL MVP. And certainly, from what we heard from Josh Allen, it's all about, for the Bills, winning games, winning a Super Bowl. But if you're into the award thing in the NFL, that Josh is, again, in the MVP race, um, the last seven MVPs, have been from a number one seed. So if the Bills can win this game on Monday night, secure that one seed, that drastically increases the chances that Josh Allen could maybe actually win the MVP and steal it from Patrick Mahomes. Later. Well, we'll see. But yeah, they're both really good players, and Mahomes is out in front, no question. The, yeah. the Chiefs look like they're playing with their food. But we'll be back tomorrow. Chris Brown will be back in the seat. Chris Prasso, thanks so much for being with us today. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody, for a Friday fan mailbag. Talk to you then. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 